like because I lost my dad and my brother, I was already hyper aware that actually life is very short and you've got to live it. I don't know who's out there who's actually doing what they say they are doing. Men just tend to not talk about their feelings as much as women though, right? Social media makes people want everything now. Why am I asking for validation from a mentor? They're doing less than me. Guys, welcome back to another podcast with me, Stephen Hamilton, the Dream Big Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. You all know who she is. She's been on my podcast previously. She's speaking at the June 10th Black Tie event. Take it away and introduce yourself, please. I'm Charlotte. I'm the Accidental Female Developer on Instagram, and I am a property developer, woman in construction, yes. spokesperson for women in property and construction. Anything else? Mom. Mom. <laughs> That's something we're going to touch upon later yeah, on yeah, in the yeah. podcast. Is that your greatest title? I'm going to sound really awful if I say no, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you say exactly no, what you want I'm to say. I'm a multifaceted person. Yes. Like, so I am a bit of everything, I think. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. So, accidental female developer. That's what everybody knows you by on social media. Yeah, I can't change it now, can I? No, not really, because that's what everybody actually says. When no. I speak to and I say Charlotte, they're all like, oh, the accidental female developer. So it has stuck. Such a mouthful. I wish I'd gone for something shorter. Yes, maybe. But it's stuck. I it's know. your brand. Yeah. Do you want to explain why you are or why you wanted to be known as that when you first started? Um, That's what I was. Like, okay. So like, if you're trying to think of a social media name that describes what you're doing, that was me. I accidentally got into property developing yep. after like two of my family members passed away, right? I was just thrown into it. So that name kind of stuck. How did you find it getting into the property world with, just like you said, straight into it, deep end, was it good? No, it wasn't good. You know <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I know what it's like, but everybody out there thinks it's all... um. It's all gold leaves and sunshines and rainbows. That's what everybody thinks who are not in it. It's hard graft. Yep. It's hard graft at the start. Really hard graft. You know, like I'm sitting here now in the middle of the in the middle of the day. Two years ago, I'd have been sweeping floors, stacking bricks, moving tiles around. Like yep. that's how, that's what it takes to get started. So, thrown into the deep end, accidental female developer started your social media. How long did it take you before people on social media paid attention to you from when you started it? So when you set your pages up and when you started showing what you was doing? Well, I only set my page up because I wanted to learn from other people who were, okay. who were, do, who were sharing yep. what they were their property. That's how I learn about property, right? By following people like yourself on social media. Yeah. So as I got more confident, then I started sharing a bit more about what I was doing and kind of asking people's opinion, like, what would you do with this space? Or, you know, what kitchen color do you think looks good? Or, and as I was getting more back, then that encouraged me to share more. Um, so yeah, it just went from there. Um, I suppose the first time I noticed, oh God, you got it up. I was gonna say, <laughs> you don't like seeing things like this, do you? No, I hate seeing myself. Cause you're on the big screen over there. Yeah. And you was like, oh, Cringe, cringe. Yeah. cringe. What is it about that you don't like seeing? I know like you wouldn't believe it because I put post a lot of myself on there. Yep. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I don't want to see myself. Wow. I, it's a means to an end, right? Promoting yourself. You know this, right? Yep. Do, you, do you like watching yourself? No, I hate watching myself <laughs> back. But over time, it has got easier. I'm not going to lie. When I do see things, oh, here we go. <laughs> Spot the Dave, Tedge. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, that's what it's allowed me to do. It's allowed me to meet great people like yourself, like like um spot the dave um the... That's, that's the brunch isn't it with spot the dave yeah it is yeah how did that go where were you 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I did get a lot of messages about it. To be she wants to honest. come to your black tie event, actually. Does she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. I think my team reached out to spot the Dave. I'm sure. I'm sure they have reached out. So I have met her. I met her at an event a couple of yeah. weeks ago. She was lovely. She came over. She had a conversation with me. What a, what a lovely woman. How was that brunch? Brilliant. She's really got, enjoyed it. She's got such good energy. And so she naturally attracts people with that great energy as well. And so, you know, not just people in property, but people that were interested in getting in property or people that, you know, just business people from London. When I met her, the energy was apparent instantly. Yeah. She came out, she was like, hello, how are you? I was like, whoa, like, are you okay? And then I realized that's you. You are genuinely that person that yeah. I see on social media that's out there and very, very energetic. And she was exactly the same in real life. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to um, to meet her properly on the podcast and hopefully come to the Black Tie event. Another thing I was going to talk about later on, but we might as well do it now because the team have pulled it up. Do you have a house abroad? I do, yeah. Where I've is it? an apartment in Marbella. How do you find it? Uh, 325 days of sunshine a year is yeah. how I find it. That's good. Do you spend a lot of time over there? Um, do you know, I try to do one week every month. Yep. Um, I think... It's almost like an early retirement, just in case I don't retire okay. ever. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. In case I get cut down early, because in my family that's a that's a real yes. possibility. Um, I'm taking my retirement as it as it comes. Okay. So as long as I've got my laptop with me, I can work from anywhere. That's good. And do you find that being in the sun is something that makes you happy? Oh, I'm sure I've got that essay. Is it sad syndrome? Yeah. Is it seasonal disorder? Seasonal affective uh, disorder. Something like that. Yes, I've heard of that a few oh, times. In the winter, like it just brings me down. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, I love it. The sun's shining. It's light till like almost ten o'clock at night. It's just life's better. So, I know social media. If you go back to the top, there's a couple of posts you put on about your son. Um, yeah. He's here today. I've been having hey, some yeah. really good conversations with him. What a great, what a very intelligent boy for the um, for the ages. Out, it's unbelievable. I did say that to him when I was speaking to him. You've obviously had a few setbacks recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to dive into them too much because you know it's not. I don't want to make you upset or anything like that. But has that put life into perspective? So anybody who doesn't know, it's on it's on Charlotte's social media. You can go and find out what's going on. Has that put life into perspective? Hundred percent. I mean, I already knew that. And I was living my life, like, because I lost my dad and my brother, you know, because they lost their lives quite early. Um, I was already hyper aware that actually life is very short and you've got to live it. And that's what took me to Marbella. And then this is just an extra reminder yep. that how to, I remember when I came on your, the first podcast I did with you and you asked me, what's wealth? Yeah. And I said to you, do you remember what I said? Yes. Was it your health? Health. Yes. I remember health it. Health is wealth. And this just further reinforces that. Okay. Do you think that? Because you've had personal things happen to you and now obviously you're going through something again, do you think it just emphasises it? Do you, does it ever go away? Like, you know how you had two previous losses? Yeah. Um, does it get easier with time? Do you forget about it in the day? It does get easier with time. Yep. You just get more used to thinking about it and talking about it and the okay. more you do it, it, it just it's just what happened. It's just part of life. Obviously, yep. when it first happens... It's very upsetting and yep. it's, you know, you go through all the, all the process of grieving and things and um, you just get used to it after yeah. a while. I lost my mum at 23. Um, I was supposed to go out with her on the Friday night and I fell asleep um, at half past six on my, on my sofa, woke up about 10 o'clock at night um, and I had a bunch of missed calls from my mum and I called her and she was like, you didn't turn up, your friends were there from school and stuff like this. And I was like, oh, sorry, I fell asleep. I've had a busy week. 
And she's like, okay, no, no problem. I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow or Monday. And then the next day she passed away. Um, so people say to me, oh, how did you cope with that? How how was that? Like certain things, I actually had. I actually had to give the um, the say so to turn the life support machine off. Um, and people say, how do you how did you cope with it? At the time, you don't really understand what's going on. You're just upset, and obviously, all your emotions take over. But then, as you think about it, when you as time goes on, I think there's different people who deal with things differently. Like my mindset is, it was her time. There's a reason that it happened, and I'm very good at controlling my thoughts. Some people aren't very good at controlling the thoughts, and every day, it can play over. Um, but with me, it's just how I can how I control my thoughts. I decide to block it out if I'm completely honest, and it helps massively. Do you reckon? Do you think that's healthy though? Probably not healthy. And maybe one day something will happen in my brain where it switches. But for the last 15 years, it's been okay. That Do you think that's the male way of deal, dealing with things? Probably. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't know. It's the females out there that can block things out and do it. I presume there are. Um, yeah. But yeah, I choose to block it out and just move on. Men just tend to not talk about their feelings as much as women though, right? Yeah. Well, that's the big thing that everyone's talking about now is it the stigma exactly. of it and stuff like that. But so far, so good for me. And some people out there, it might not be so, so good. I thought maybe when my son was born, yeah. um, maybe there was something, because I thought about my mom being here and, you know, how she would be very proud. But again, I didn't, it didn't. So hopefully I'll be okay and I'll never have a mental breakdown or anything like that. So yeah, but now your life's changed slightly. It has, yeah, it has. Very slightly, because hopefully everything works out amazingly well how it's supposed to. How are you dealing with life right now then? Has it changed drastically or have you just moved things around to make it work? So my son's been diagnosed with functional neurological disorder, which is the label that they give when they don't really know what's wrong. And it covers like a multitude of symptoms like um, fibromyalgia and ME and things like that. So he's in a lot of pain all the time, um, very low energy and things. So let's say, for example, I told you I booked him a boxing lesson, 30 minutes boxing, two days in bed yep like that's that's how it is um and for him being only 11 you know that's a big big change to his lifestyle yep. and obviously then that i want to make his life as easy and as good as possible so that means changing mine yeah and has it changed drastically i've had to cut back on work i've had to cut back on the amount of money i earn yep um and i've also <laughs> had to increase my spending because unfortunately the nhs just said nothing we can do so i'm going down all the private routes yep. to try and find a solution to the problem that we've got yeah a good i'm I, I presume a good of this is as well is you do have a portfolio exactly that's my lifesaver yes you have a portfolio where you do get the passive income technically it's not passive but it is what yeah. the world say yeah so you have had the obviously you didn't think of this but no. foresight and everything that you've put into action over the last few years has helped you massively in this situation because if you didn't have an income and, and stuff like that you'd be under immense pressure right now wouldn't you definitely and I, I'm a member on this Facebook group with other parents who've whose kids are going through similar things and they haven't got that luxury of yep. having that passive income um that I've got and you know I never would have foresaw this happening however yeah, I've got that the luxury of falling back on that. And it was hard work to build up. It's not like I've just, you know, dropped lucky with it. But yeah. I'm so glad. And that's why I'll always say, and especially to women, for them to be independent, have their independent wealth. Yep. Going forwards, how many developments have you got going on right now? Uh, right now, 
I'm like in the eye of the storm. So we're only building three houses today. Okay. But I've got a pipeline of 54 okay. coming up over the next 12 to 24 months. Are you thinking that you're going to go even bigger? Or are you thinking right now, I have no plans. I'm just going to keep what I've got. I'm not actively looking. What's the, what's the thought process? Do you know, I've always got one foot in the camp of like, I'm going to double everything. I can go big here, go big or go home. And then also like life's short. I don't want too much stress. Um, so my criteria is I'll only ever build houses within 30 minute drive of my location. Yep. That way I can keep the same team. I haven't got to travel far when I want to visit. So I guess it's whatever opportunities come up within that 30 mile radius. Okay. That's a good way to look at things though. So you're not yeah. actively looking, but if something comes yeah. and it's within your criteria and it makes money, you're not going to say no. Correct. Okay. <laughs> that is a good, that's a good, you're in a very good position though, aren't you? Really from all the work that you've done and all the hard work that you've put in to be able to have something like that, where you say, I do have a pipeline and if something comes up, I will take it, but I'm not actively looking. What a fantastic position to be in life. Yeah. I just want to make sure. So I've had some very loyal people working for me over the last couple of years who've stuck by me, backed me and stayed with us. I want to give them, you know, the security of having four or five years work in the pipeline. So they know my construction team that they're looked after. Yeah. Are you a ruthless person? I wish I was more ruthless. Okay. I'm not. Soft. I think I'd I'd be definitely be better off financially if I was a bit more. Re I'm somewhere in between. Okay. Like I said to you at the start, I'm very multifaceted. Yes. I can have that side of me, and like we discussed before, sometimes you've got to bring that side out. But I prefer not to be. When was the last time that side, the 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 ruthless side, came out? Ah. Uh, you know what? It comes out in when it needs to come out. So yeah. like if I'm on a phone call where I need to be hard, it'll come out for sixty seconds and then it'll go again. Okay. I've how many times a month <laughs> how many times a month does that happen uh it happened yesterday <laughs> happened to me yesterday as well my side came out yesterday how do people react when they see that because obviously with your social media and people don't ever really get to see that you know unless you're Ted talks and you're on instagram story and you're literally ready to take someone say clean off take support <laughs> sue them ccjs and stuff yeah People don't see that from you. I don't see that from your social media where you are ruthless and you, you know, you're saying something. How do people react when they see that? Do you know what? The older I get and I've had to control it. So when I first started in development, so when I was first literally on site, I was losing my head every other day because everything was going wrong. You couldn't get my head around anything. It was like, honestly, I'd never sworn so much in my life. I'm like, I feel like I'm a better person. I've worked on myself a bit and I'm like, okay, that thing has really, really wound me up. Let's say, uh, let's say a neighbor is trying to put a, a halt to the development or trying to cause problems, which happens on developments, right? Yep. Rather than lose my, am I allowed to swear? You can swear. You can say whatever you want. Rather than lose my shit, I'll be like, okay, I'm not going to lose my shit with them. Like, how am I going to deal with this? I'm going to get an, ex I'm going to find an expert to counteract their argument and I'm going to outsource it all to them and I'm going to stay chill. I'm going to look after my son at home and I'm going to concentrate on stuff that's going to pr be productive. It's a great outlook to have. some grown up saying that. Yes, me, I just lose my shit. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that is a very, very grown up way to look at it. So you said that you lost your shit yesterday, but... Are you a calm person 90% of the time then? Do you try and just diffuse everything? Um, 
it's something I've been working on over the last 12 months because basically I wasn't allowed to talk to customers for for at least two years because I had no like I just could I, I've got no empathy with them you okay. know choose your kitchen choose a kitchen it's black or white it's gray whatever like I've got no got no patience I understand that right yeah I've got no patience so I wasn't the best person to talk to them if they kind of dropped in in the office or whatever. Okay. So I was told to stay away from them. Yeah, because so that can be annoying. On myself. Yeah, well, obviously with the numbers that you're doing as well, if you've got, let's just say, I'm just going to example. Say you've got a site with 10 builds on. Yeah. And then that's 10 different people that you've got to deal with. Yeah. 10 different humans with 10 different reactions to everything. And one wants a cream kitchen, one wants a black kitchen, one wants a white kitchen. Then they come back a week later and change their mind. Then the next day they change their mind. It will drive anybody insane. But obviously, the person who's doing it don't really understand that you're dealing with it on a, a bigger scale than most people. So if you lose your shit to them, at them, they just think you're being nasty to them. But you're actually not. It's just because of how many people you're dealing with. So people don't see two sides of the arguments. They don't no. understand it. But I've removed myself from the situation. Now. I've removed myself from a situation. I don't go. I very, very rarely ever visit site anymore. And I don't even go into the office. I stay okay. at home. Yep. And that's partly because the situation's changed with my son where he's now at home full time. Yep. Um, but also I'm so much more productive now. So I'll keep an eye on things remotely and that just allows me to get more done. I'm calmer. I can see things from more logical perspective. Yep. I think if you're in the middle of something and, you know, I don't know, people are arguing or something's going wrong, you're, you tend to, I tend to panic more. Yep. If I'm a, removed from it and I'm going, right, what's the best way to deal with this situation that's happened on this development site now? And it helps being removed from it. Yeah, because when you're in it, like you said, you're looking at it like that. Mm. But if you remove yourself, you actually have an overview. Yeah. And I think having an overview of your business is probably the most important thing. Something I've learned over the last couple of weeks, actually. Instead of being in the mix and understanding what's going on when I'm there with the people, I want to step back and I actually want to look at it from the top. Mm. And then I can figure out which way I need to go. But I've only learned that in the last few weeks. Um, been in business for a very long time. Have a very decent amount of um, people that work with us. But now I'm seeing it from a different angle. So what you've just said, I, I actually resonate with. I've had to become like the queen of delegation over okay. the last 12 months or so. So like whereas I was doing everything, now I'm like actually not doing that much, but just doing the dealing with problems that can't be solved. So, you know, before I was getting calls like, oh, we've run out of fairy liquid for the wash to do washing up on in the site office in the on the can in the canteen. I'm like What's that got to do with me? Honestly, here's a company credit card. Please go and buy your own fairy liquid. Like, don't tell me. I yeah. don't wanna know. Deal with everything yourselves. If there's something you can't solve, give me a shout. I had a conversation with a builder on the way here, one of my contractors, and I've removed a middle person from the equation now. And I just said to the contractor, you are doing four sites. You are getting paid an extremely obscene amount of money for these four builds. Um, you need to deal with things yourself. Stop calling the middle person. And then that middle person then calls that person because you're just adding another chain of communication yeah. to a link that's going to get broken somewhere. And it was a very difficult conversation that I just had, which really, when you look at it, it should be the most easiest thing in the world because we're removing a chain of communication or a link. Um, took me 20 minutes for them to understand why I'm doing it. But it's going to make my life so much easier. Um, if you empower them, right, to make the decision themselves, like I'm okay with you making that decision and, you know, feel free to buy anything up to 500 pounds, yep. you know, without having to ask permission or whatever. 
um, it can make your life so much easier. Yeah. As long as you've got people you trust. That's the key. Trust. Yeah. Well, I have someone over there, um, Claire, who has been here. How long have you been here, Claire? Only eight weeks. Are you Are you serious? I was about to say three weeks. <laughs> Seven weeks. Um, she has literally changed my life. It feels like she's been here a lot longer than that. It feels like she's running the show. She changed my life. <laughs> she's changed my life. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. Um, I have actually followed my diary for how long would you say, like, to a T at the minute? Two weeks? Two or three weeks. So she's organized my life, which, to be fair, has made my life so much easier. Yeah. I needed that. I needed that organization. I needed to be told because I want to do everything. And like you just says, sometimes trying to do everything, ordering the fairy liquid and stuff like that, it just doesn't work. And I've been so much more productive in the last three weeks of my life than I have in the last eight years. So thank you very much. You're an absolute star. You're speaking at the June 10th um, black tie event. Yeah. Casino Royale. Big show. Got my outfit ready. All done? Everything's ready to go? Ready for it. Okay. We have spared no expense at this event. It's going to be... I, I reckon the biggest event in property in the UK. We have some fantastic speakers. We have yourself. Um, have you ever met Ranjan Bhattacharya? No, I haven't. So I'm looking oh, forward to that. Okay. I follow him yes. on Instagram. Very, I feel very... like I'm the only person that hasn't met him out of my circle. Okay. He was here last week. <laughs> was he? Um, yeah, he was here last week. Um, I'm going, it's going to be interesting to get your take on Ranjan. Okay. He's very... He's not what you see on social media. Okay. So on social media, he is this commercial to residential expert. Yeah. Very serious. Um, a very serious person. Um, very knowledgeable. Um, been in the game, I think, 30 years or something like that. So experienced on a whole different level. But in real life, he's not as serious as you think. He no. wants to do a stand-up comedian show. No way. He said it at the last podcast. He was like, I actually want to go and do 10, 15 minutes where I stand in a room and I do a stand-up show, comedian. And I was like, I would never, ever, ever have guessed that from your social media in a million years. Now I'm looking forward to meeting him even more. Yes, he, he was... Oh, his banter's absolutely <laughs> outrageous. And that's his business partner, Andrew. Ah, oh, I didn't know um, it was their business partner. Business partners. Andrew, again, hilarious. One of the funniest guys I've ever met. And then we have... Property by Kazi. I've never seen his name written out before. It's always I, I just know him as Property by Kazi. Yes. <laughs> well, that's his that's his name. He was here as well last week. Um, top guy, really really nice guy. And then we have Tej. I know you know Tej very well, don't you? Yeah, Tej. I like Tej. Tej likes to talk. Tej does Tej like likes to talk. talk. And we have yourself. And I hate that picture. Why have you used that? Thank God you put it in black and white though. We can change that picture. Very I flattering. think it's been out for like six months now. Yeah. Doing this to blame. I don't know where he is, but. <laughs> Quick thing, and I don't, I don't like touching on this because um, I don't want to divert. I don't want to have categories in the industry. I don't think it's nice to have categories. But you're the only woman there. Um, my Isabella is also speaking, but she hasn't got a picture on there. But you're the only woman on there, and I struggle with women in property, as they call it. I'm very, I don't know who's out there who is actually doing what they say they are doing. Whereas I see you, I see you on the side. I know you now. I've known you quite a while. Yeah. I know you do what you do. Mm. So I want you on my stage at my event. So I only want credible people mm. um, to speak. Do you put yourself down as a woman in property? And do you empower yourself because you're a woman in property? But from what I see, you do more than men. 
You 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 do way more than most men in this property world. Mm. How do you see it? It's interesting because um, I actually thought at the beginning of this year I sort of tried to look for a mentor. Yep. And everyone I spoke to was doing less than me. Yep. So I was like, how can I? But that's such a a female trait of like looking for um, validation and looking for like to be validated and to get say, yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. And I'm like, why am I asking for validation from a mentor or potential mentors? They're doing less than me. It's important to pick someone who's ahead of you because they can help you. And there isn't <laughs> many people out there ahead of you. Like genuinely, there isn't many, but there isn't. Um, I don't know any. I mean, look at this. How many people can actually go around and say that they're doing stuff like this? They can't. How do you feel about being the only woman on 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 the scene at the minute who is actively doing what they say they are doing? But there is a lot of women out there on the scene. I'm not trying to name names. Don't want to get into any oh, controversy. Names, but, but how yeah. do you feel about it? Does it upset you? Um, I don't know. They, the thing is, they're probably making more money than me by... Courses. Yeah. Yep. Get that completely. Yeah. So, um, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one, it, isn't it's it? An, it's annoying, isn't it? But I guess there's, you know, you've got companies... You, there's a lot of things that can be verified by companies' house, but then there's a lot of things that, that can't, you yeah. know? Anybody who wants to not show what they're doing, it's very easy not to show what you're doing if, you, mm. if you're a smart person. If you've got holdings companies and you don't want to show assets and things, it's very easy to not show. It's very difficult to fake this though. Unless you've gone to, I don't know, any building, Persimmon Homes or someone and gone, I need to, hire, I need to use your site <laughs> for the day. Can I pay you 20 grand to film walking around? It's very difficult to fake this kind of shit. Very, very difficult. And you actively show it. And you on the stage on the Black Tie event on June the 10th, um, I don't want to label you as a woman in property. I don't like that. I don't like to 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 to, to segregate men and women because, like I said, yeah. you do more than men. So, how do you feel about someone when they say, "Oh, you're one of the women in property that empower other women"? Is that what you like, or would you like to say, "No, I'd like to empower everyone"? And do you know what? It's 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 two sides of the coin, isn't there? Okay, it does feel good to be. It's like, oh, wow, you know, I am doing something that maybe other women aren't doing. Maybe they are doing it, but they're not just not sharing it, right? Because there's that possibility as of well. Of course. Um, but I'm doing it and sharing it. And I do get a lot of messages from other women saying, oh, my God, you're motivating me so much. You're inspiring me. So then that I can't ignore that side of it. And of I course. sort of think, okay, I'll share a bit more. I'll share a bit more. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be an issue that I'm a woman in property, but it is, isn't it? It's, of course it is. It's, it's, it, it's it the is. sector and the, and the property world is, is male-dominated. It, it starts with construction, doesn't it, right? So, like, because a lot of people will start in construction and then they will work their way through to becoming, like, investors and developers and things. And yep. that construction level of the workforce is, what, 99% male. Yeah. And do you ever get any male people reach out to you and say that you inspire them? No. Never. <laughs> occasionally but not nowhere near what it should be like one in a hundred of, of you know how many females i get so we have a lot of members of the property circle and they all want to do development everybody wants to reach the development stage because yeah, nobody knows how hard it is no again my take on it with the property world is when we have people who come to me and say steve oh, you inspire me i aspire to be like you blah de, blah de, blah i can't wait to start doing some you know big extensions and turning houses into flats then commercials residential i want to do what you do i'm like just buy a two-bedroom house buy to let yeah You're... renovate it let's see what you can do don't worry about these <laughs> don't think about stuff like this yet just buy a nice two-bedroom house get a builder in do a minor makeover put a new kitchen a new bathroom maybe plaster something put some carpet down put some new skirting board in 
then come back to me and speak about going on to developments. Because if you can't do something that's so basic, this world's going to blow your mind. Because the level of sophistication that you need of your intelligence in this world is completely outrageous. Mm -hmm. To do something like that, there's about a million moving parts. So Legals, planning, architecture, building regulations. People don't know this, safety, though, do they? All that stuff. I think people, I think, you know, a lot what people share on Instagram is the figures. Yep. People look at figures going, oh, six-figure profit, seven-figure profit. Amazing. Yep. But, like, you know, to do that is, like, the risk that you take to get that. You know, it's risk-reward, isn't it? Of course it is. And I think most people just think that you get a piece of land, you dig a hole, you put some foundations, you start putting some bricks in, and then all of a sudden you get a magical house come from somewhere. They don't even understand about ground surveys. Um, Contamination. They've, they've never understood it. Newts. Yes, they don't get it. They've never seen Because nobody shares it, like you said. No one actually shares the complete journey yeah. from start to finish, and they put it out on paper where people go, oh, shit, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Um, I saw something this morning when I woke up. Um, there's two guys on social media called Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Absolutely huge. I think my son knows who they are. Yes. Caleb, do you know who <laughs> they like are? big fan. Okay. So these two guys on social media, probably the biggest social media stars in the world, and one of them has just bought a $16 million house. Um, and he put it on social media yesterday. My son was showing me that this morning at breakfast. We was, he was showing me this video and I went, oh, I haven't got time for that. I'm getting ready to go and see Steve. It was absolutely, the house is sensational. I saw it this morning and um, there's a YouTube video out, which I'm going to watch later on tonight. Um, the house is outrageous. Insane. Yeah, you've I mean, I'd it. expect nothing less. Exactly. But then I saw, it's Jake Paul, I think, guys. Yeah, Jake bought it. Um, let's have a look if it should be on the on the top one yes there it is um i bought a new house the tour is now live on youtube 16 million dollars it is absolutely outrageous i think it was like 12 and a half square feet six car garages swimming pools 10 bedrooms 25 bath. i don't even know the list goes on none but the reason i'm talking about this is because everybody now you can see all the likes thousands of comments everyone's like oh my god you are incredible blah 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 there was a little clip that was played afterwards on, on, on social media. Him and his brother came outside to the pool and his brother came over to him and gave him a hug and said, 10 years, well done. Wow. 10 years we've been doing this. Um, I'm very proud of you. Or he said to his brother, we've been doing it 10 years. His brother says, I'm very proud of you. Social media makes people want everything now. Yeah. This guy has literally done this house tour and said it's took me 10 years to get here. Mm. What's your advice to people who follow you, want to be like you, aspire to be you, but don't understand the the the, the processes? And when they, they see the processes, they're like, oh my God, it's, it's going to take me two years to build these. It's going to take me 18 months. Do you have any advice to them to say like, this is what it takes? How would you, how would you, if you had a mentor student and the mentor student says, I want to do what you do, how would you speak to them? Which of course I have. Yes. I have you know had mental students? In fact, I had a, a conversation yesterday with a lady who wanted to be a developer, and I said, "Okay, you want to be a developer?" She'd never done it before, never done, hadn't had much property experience before at all. I said, "I'm going to show you step by step every single stage I go through to acquire a piece of land and then get it to the point where you can just lay the first brick." Yep. She was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> and was that just because of the hard work that's got to go into it? Or was and it the just... time scale as well. Yep. And the amount of money that you have to spend to just to be able to lay that first brick. 
Yep. Um, you know, we're talking about pipelines going for years. So, and the other thing is with development as well. People think, oh, developer earn loads of money. You're always asset rich and cash poor. Yep. Right? Because all your money's always in the ground. And then if you want to keep the business going, it's coming out of the ground and it's going back into the ground of the next development, right? Yep. So you're always churning that money through. It's never there to like spend yep. on Ferraris. Yeah. Unless you get to the upper echelons, I'm sure. Yes, there are people out there that like you, are like you, Steve. Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. <laughs> but there are people out there that do things like that. But the shiny penny syndrome—it's mm. a big thing, isn't it? And social media has caused it. Of course, yeah. Do you do you like social media? I know you don't like looking at yourself, but do you like social media? Um, yeah, I love it. You do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. What is it about it that you love? Um, the community. Okay. I think especially when you're someone that like me that works from home as well, you've got like a community on social media and the people that I've met through social media, right? We'd never be sat here having this conversation. Never in a million years, no. Um, you know, friends that I've made, like it's got so many positives, but with everything, there's always that downside as well. Do you get any hate? Uh, do you know what? I actually don't get that much. That's good. I mean, like I think... I, in like three or four years, I've blocked two people. Okay, that's amazing. I know. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I probably block two people every month. Um, I don't get involved in it though. When someone sends me a nasty comment or someone writes something nasty, I literally just block them and move on. It no, doesn't exactly. affect my life. Back in the day, I'd be like, right, let's get a good reply to that. And then they'd yeah. reply and then I'd reply and then they'd reply. Now it's just like, oh. I don't I, have fact, time. One of, my, uh, one of my kind of intentions at the beginning of this year was just to remove all negative energy from my life. Yep. So anything negative that comes my way, gone out of the inbox don't deal with it i like that and are you are you dealing with that quite well is it easy just to get rid of everything and that mindset of just like nope not having it see you later was it switched on instantly or did it take a few few, it took a few months to put into into practice okay um but it's made a hell of a difference i'm so much more chilled out um i've got so much more time in my life because i'm not fretting over um any kind of negative energy whether that's from you know, neighbours at developments or issues with planning or whatever. It's like, I've got someone who can deal with that over here. Yeah. I just want to pass that over. And just give me the answer when the answer comes or yeah, if I need to make yeah. a yes or a no. Yeah. Like I like that. That's, but you've worked towards that, haven't you? That yeah. wasn't like you said at the beginning. No. We've got to make sure we everybody understands that. Guys, that doesn't happen from day one. You have to build to get to that level where you can make them kind of decisions. Going back a little tiny bit before we close it out, health is wealth. Yeah. Um, you're big on it, obviously. Yeah. Huge on it. And I see that you do your um, morning workouts. Every single morning. Every single morning. Religiously. 30 minute hit, high intensity. I take the weekends off. Okay. But I'll do go and do some other sort of exercise on the weekend. I'll go for a walk. Yep. But yeah, movement, body, nourishing food. Like, yeah. You're really into it all. I'm, I mean, you know. What's your downside? I, I had a bottle of wine last night. Okay. <laughs> but. I earn that. Okay. I've earned that because, and I recover quickly from it, right? I'm not hungover because I look after myself for the majority of the week. Yeah. What about food? Uh, I'm vegan. Okay. So I like to think I eat pretty healthy, but the trouble with being vegan now is you can get so much junk vegan food. I have no clue. So I'm you having have to, to filter that down. When you were vegan five years ago, you were eating like lentils, rice, pasta, vegetables, that kind of tofu. Now you can get donuts, burgers, steaks, sausages. Wow, like okay. you get all the na- all the naughty food you can get now in vegan versions. So I have to okay bit of self control. Are you a cook, chef? Do you oh, do it? Awful. No, oh really? Terrible. 
I can do a stir fry. Okay. That's all I can do a stir fry. And because I've got no patience as well, I'm like, oh, stir fry, that'll cook quick, quickly. And I can make <laughs> it healthy. Otherwise, I go out to eat. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. And then also, what about sweets? Are you into sweets? I've become more of a savoury. Okay. I think I prefer a packet of crisps now than a packet of sweets. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The reason I'm touching on this is because I keep getting asked by a lot of members of the circle, what do you eat? How? Because they say, Steve, you're constantly active seven days a week. You're yeah. always on. You're always doing something. We see it religiously throughout social media. What do you eat? And when I say to them, I don't have a... I don't. I just eat what I want Whatever to eat fancy. when I want to eat it. Like, look at that table over there. It's full of chocolates and sweets. <laughs> I did spot uh, them. Yes, You've I got haven't these had nice any. Lotus biscuits as well that I love, but I oh, don't okay. touch them. Okay. okay. Well, Claire makes it like <laughs> literally. I'll eat something and I'll be like, I shouldn't have eaten that. And I come in the next day and they're back again. And I'm like, oh my god, this is outrageous. But a lot of people talk about Steve. How do you stay healthy? I don't think I'm healthy. I just think that I am. Somebody who understands moderation. The only thing I don't understand in moderation is chocolate. I'm addicted to chocolate. Like, it's ridiculous. Are you addicted to the sugar rush? Yes. Or the taste of the chocolate? Or I, what is it? I think it's sugar. I have a big do problem with it. Do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee, but not a lot. I'm on like a seven cup of coffee a day diet at the moment. Like okay. Black coffee all the time just to like give me energy. That's what I think it very is. Very addictive. I'm very addicted to... I've replaced sugar with coffee. Do you have any sugar in your coffee? No, I don't. You just have the coffee? Black coffee. So I might try that then. I don't even particularly like the taste of coffee. But it kills the sugar. But I love the feeling afterwards. That like little rush of energy that it gives you. Really? In fact, the coffee you gave me here before this, it's pretty strong. Okay, that's Claire. <laughs> that's, that's what she does, yeah. <laughs> I need to try and cut out sugar. I have to try and cut out sugar because it is becoming ridiculous now. It's outrageous. Um, so I wanted to touch upon the health side of things because a lot of people always say to me, Steve, on the podcasts... Everyone always goes in about, where did you start? Was you an entrepreneur? How did you get developments? What do you do? And there's like, you need to start expanding. I ask all of my community all the time, what do you want to know about people? Mm. Um, and they always say health. We want to know health, the, re the regimes. You do your cardio workouts and your exercise in the morning, 30 minutes every morning, Monday to Friday. You've just said that you're a vegan. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you are healthy overall? Comparatively, probably. Okay. I don't think, I mean, how much of the population do you think work out do the thir 30 minutes intense exercise is actually the government recommendation, isn't it? I have no clue. You're actually the person. It's the bare minimum that everyone should do a day. And I don't think a lot of people do it. No, probably 1%. I mean, out of my friends, I don't, I think, I've only had one other friend, I think. Out of, let's say, a group of 20 friends, I think there's one other that would exercise every day. Okay. So you are in the 1% probably in the whole of the UK. I don't know, but yeah. just out of my group of friends, I know it's quite a rarity. Okay. They'll all have a go. They'll all try, you know, January the 1st. But it doesn't last, does it? <laughs> that was a big, everybody that was. January the 1st, 20 days, everyone's changing. I like that thing as well where people say, you know, 20th of December, 1st of December, 4th of December. Right, January the 1st, I'm going to change my life. That's, that's, the, that's the key. You know they've got no intentions. So anyone who wants to change their life, are going to do it there and then when they have that little flick in the brain where it helps. You do the 30 minutes in the morning, I'm going back to it, and you eat healthy and stuff like that. Do you think it helps you throughout the day? Have you seen a dish? Have you done it forever? Or is this, how long have you been doing this 30 minute workout thing? Um, I've been doing it consistently for 12 months now. So I always worked out before, but it was not consistent. Yep. But I've been doing it consistently. And do you months. see a difference in you and your productiveness? Yeah, I've got a clearer head. I feel like strong body, strong mind. Okay. That's what I believe. Okay, um, that's good. 
and vice versa. Strong mind, you can get a strong body as well. Okay. I like that right? because a lot of people want to know. Yes, it all it does. And I feel as though that I have to start working more on my health now. I genuinely do. Like I need to take more time to relax. I need to take more time to go to the gym. I need to start eating a little bit better because the more that you take on, the body becomes, I'm tired a lot. I get tired very quickly now because I have loads more going on. So I need to take a leaf out of your book and start doing 30 minutes every day at least i hate exercise but do you know how i make myself do it oh i pay up front yeah personal trainer yep and i meet him i have an appointment in my calendar every day for the same time every morning and so i don't want to let him down because i know he'll be waiting on zoom for me yeah and that means wherever i am in the country or the world that appointment's there and it's on zoom so there's no excuses why i can't do it yeah even if i'm in a hotel room he'll be like i'll adapt the workout so you can do it in that really narrow you know, space of that hotel room. Okay. And Have obviously someone's holding you accountable, aren't they? They're holding me accountable. I don't want to let them down. And I've paid for it. And I think if we've paid for something, we kind of feel more like psychologically, we want to get value from that. Yeah. I think I, I have a big thing about that where people pay and they will actually get do something. Mm. I think when you get something for free or when it's just there, you can kind of overlook it very easily. Mm. So yeah, I, I agree with that pay thing. Maybe that's what I, I have. I don't even know why I'm selling you this because it's going to make me look like a fucking idiot. I've paid my personal trainer for the next three months and I haven't been for three oh. months. So, yeah. So well, that's not working, is it? It's not working at all. You need to go on Zoom. Are you do, like... No, it's in person. person. Oh, so, like, yeah, it's in you person. You need to like, get him to do it over the phone. So wherever you are, let's say you're in your office, your studio, out in a hotel, away on holiday, he can access you. Yeah, that might be good. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are laughing because they know they all know i i yes i have paid my personal trainer and i don't turn up and i do make excuses and it's something i need to change get off that subject not interested anymore so finishing off i want you to look at that camera there and i want you to motivate somebody change someone's life you can have 10 seconds 30 seconds one minute give them something that you've been through or something that they can resonate with you and go, I can do this. Because there's lots of people out there that dream big and there's lots of people out there that aspire to be you or doing what you're doing. But some people don't know how to take that first step. So take it away. Inspire. Get out, get out of bed and do something. Whatever you're thinking of doing, just get it done. Like even if it, you just make the first step today, just do it because tomorrow you can take the second step and the next day you can take the third step. Just do something towards it. Nice. Action. Take action. Action. It's very important. And secondly, before we end, we always ask somebody, we always ask the people who come on to pick a guest that they would like to see on here that can inspire, add value, and possibly change someone's life from listening to them. So who would you recommend that you know? It can't be, again, Elon Musk or Jay-Z or Beyonce. No. But someone you know who do you think could change someone's life that we should ask to come on here? I mean, we've mentioned her before, but Spot the Dave. She's okay. so motivating. Actually, she is, we, at the start of the year, we got together and, and set our goals together. Yep. And like accountability partners. Um, and there's also um, someone I find really inspiring is, um, you know, Demelza Smith, DS Land and Development. No. She's in London. Okay. She's been in property for 20 years. 
Like she was there before any of us were there. Yep. Um, and she's, you know, never had a job. She's just lived off property back in the days of the 100% mortgages. Really? Yeah. Okay. So she'd be she, a great guest. She's, yeah, she she's really good. Okay. We'll reach out to her. Both and... good friends of mine as well. Okay. So yeah. you can make an intro to help us. Of course. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, I really appreciate you coming down. I know you've got a lot on your plate and you've took the time out and you're coming to speak at the event. So yeah, I can only say thank you. No um, it's nice to be here thanks for inviting me you're welcome guys there you have it i don't like the term women in property i genuinely don't like it because i don't feel it really gives the outlook that i want it to give because i think anybody in property that's doing amazingly well shouldn't be labeled but the accidental female developer is here who's doing absolutely amazing things so be inspired basically and i will see you guys probably now in about four weeks for another podcast so yeah keep dreaming and i'll catch you all soon thank you so much i massively appreciate it it was incredible